This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell, and joining me today in the studio are the Toledo Symphonies. Well, you know, each of you have been here before, so why don't you just go around the table and introduce yourselves? So we'll start with you, Rachel. Okay, so I am Rachel, and I am the Vice President of Education and Community Engagement for the Toledo Alliance for the Performing Arts, home of the Toledo Symphony and the Toledo Ballet. (laughs) Excellent. Now tell us something about yourself that we don't know. I think you know everything about me by this point. Yay! Natalie, you're up. Um, I'm Natalie. I am the Director of Business Operations for Education for TAPA, which includes the uh, School of Music and the School of Dance, Toledo Ballet. Yay! Elaine, <laughs> you have to introduce yourself. Oh, uh, well, I am Elaine Trudel. I'm the conductor of the orchestra, music director of the orchestra and the jazz orchestra and whatever is needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've okay. been practicing, as you can hear. <laughs> Totally. And Vanessa, how about you? I'm Vanessa, and I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Operations for TAPA. Wonderful. And on the phone, we have a special guest who's been here before in person, but they're out of town right now. So I do have a little bit of a fanfare for you. I like very that short. version. Yeah, that's, very that's like the nutcracker in 12 seconds right there. Um, I'm talking about our phone guest, Eric Otto, who, of course, is the, um, the the new head of Toledo Ballet. Eric, you're on the phone still? I am here. You didn't you didn't run away when you heard a little snip of nutcracker music, huh? No, no. I, I actually ran to get my white tights on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're all wearing white tights, right? We can we can say we're wearing anything, doing anything. Nobody can see us. Once again, Elaine is shaking his head at me. No, okay. it's just I'm wearing my normal pants and I call them tight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, you join the club, right? Join the club of tight pants, the traveling tight pants. That's us. Well, uh, we digress, right? We're talking about the Nutcracker. I mean, we've done this before, but this is really a special time for the Nutcracker here in Toledo and with the uh, symphony and with the Toledo Ballet. Uh, So much to talk about. But before we get to all that, as you all know, we've done your stories in the past. We do a story where you tell us something about yourself. We get to know you a little bit. So we're going to do a tag team Nutcracker story, right? So we go around the room. And you can tag out to the person next to you when you don't want to talk anymore, right? But you have to at least say one sentence. And this is the story of the Nutcracker. Let me I think pull Eric up. needs to start. Oh, no, I yeah. want to start. Can oh. I start? Rachel wants yeah, to start. Yeah, Rachel will start. We'll say, it's we'll like say the, the best for last. It's Nutcracker. Okay. Lovely music. All right, take it away, Rachel. Story of the Nutcracker. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the wrong nutcracker. No, that, it could work, right? Yeah, it works. It works. So, Natalie, you're in. Um, okay. Is this supposed to be serious? Well, <laughs> I mean, as serious as you want to be. Okay. Um, it was the night before Christmas, right? And uh, sibling rivalry was running before. through the house with Clara and her brother Fritz. Okay. Ooh. Your turn, Elaine. Oh, well, as you know, Fritz stole the... 
the, the, the nutcracker from Clara, and he ran all over the stage with it, and the head of the nutcracker fell, and it rolled right into the orchestra pit. <laughs> <laughs> What happened then? You guys have done this before. <laughs> My ear is glued to the radio. Totally. Uh, Eric? <laughs> oh, yeah, Eric. Your turn, Eric. <laughs> so, we all know the whimsical Godfather Drossmeyer jumps into the orchestra pit, retrieves the head, and repairs it, and gives it back to Clara, who's happy. And then the party starts to end, and everyone goes. And then Clara comes back into the room, gathers her, gets her doll, falls asleep on the couch, and then watches the entire room start to grow. So the tree starts to grow, she starts to shrink down to the size of a nutcracker, and then a giant battle ensues. Wow. Rachel, this is Rachel now. I want to see this nutcracker, totally. <laughs> oh, you'll get to pretty soon. Uh, well, hopefully not all of it. Um, so... Um, She's watching this, and then all of a sudden there is a huge battle that happens, and there are mice and rats and kings and queens and cheese wheels and beds cheese and, wheels. and cannonballs and Giant little, tiny little mice who can't see very well, and then they, Natalie, oh, uh... I was listening. Also, I was fall into the <laughs> so we were so invested, so invested in your story well, that we, you know, the Nutcracker is the hero of our story, and so he he steps bit. up and um, he executes the Mouse King. <laughs> wow, that's so strong. That's strong all right, he makes him go away. And, I'm triggered right now. Yeah, and all the mice scatter. I keep forgetting Eric's on the phone. Hey, Eric. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, so. Repeat the delivery guy. <laughs> we've performed the, uh, what is it, the Mouse King? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know where we are. All right, uh, Elaine, yeah. pick it up. But, but, but let's take another angle. Is this a, <laughs> as the, the, the Canadian version? No, no, as the, as, as the Mouse King is the true hero of this story. Oh. The, the Rat King, yes, is actually the, a martyr because now he's gone, you know? So all the, all, all the mm. mouse that decide that they, they, they will want to dance and they, they, they will want to catch Clara and they will cl- catch a nutcracker. And uh, they all gather together and they prepare an army of all these rats, and then... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um. This is great. I think we should just spend the whole podcast making up our own Nutcracker story. Okay, so the the, the rats... (laughs) They're They're mice. Why are we following the story of the rats? Where's the Nutcracker? The secret of Nim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Clara kills the Mouse King with her shoe, actually, <laughs> and then <laughs> rescues. Let's take it back to the <laughs> rescues <backseat>. the Nutcracker, <laughs> the Nutcracker Prince, who then sweeps her off her feet uh, through a a swirling blizzard, and uh, and then uh, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> You're up, Eric. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to get a lot of snow for that blizzard. Probably uh, we got to get on that. Um, so then, so then the prince he's transformed into a handsome, dashing young prince, and then they dance this beautiful pas de deux to the land of the 
frosted snow, and they're greeted by the amazing snowflakes. And then <laughs> Those amazing that snowflakes. Goes into, and that goes into Act Two. Oh, okay. The act end. Two. Yes, I, no, I no. Think that's it. No, Act Two. <laughs> Wait, isn't Act Two where they go to the fairyland and there's yes. all the different dancing candies? Candy. Uh, that's my yeah. favorite. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, they they also use that that instrument called I think the celesta that that Tchaikovsky right. had discovered in Paris, and so he uses that for the sugar plum. I think is that right, Alon? Oh yes. Yeah, and if it's not right, we'll say it's right. It I do that all the time, <laughs> every day. Right. Let's go around and talk about uh, a little bit of your uh, involvement with the Nutcracker. Uh, Natalie, for instance, was a party girl, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You started as a party girl. Let's Uh-oh. dig into the party girl okay. factor. Okay. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, tell us about your, your experience as a party girl in Nutcracker. Well, it is usually the first role that you get to be in 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 a Nutcracker production. Um, it's a lot of acting, not so much dancing, but a lot of acting. Um, and it's just really fun because you get to dress up in pretty dresses and um, you're you're acting out being part of a big elaborate Christmas party. So it's it's just it's the fun part of yeah. of being a kid around Christmas and you get to act it out every night <laughs> on stage. So Very nice. Yeah. Now, the party scene that you're talking about, is that like the Mother Ginger thing, or is that a different party? So the opening scene of the Nutcracker is um, Clara's family hosts a big Christmas party, and all their ah. friends uh, um, come to the party, and they dance around, and, and it's that's where Drosselmeyer gives the gifts, which is what introduces the Nutcracker. So. Yeah. See, I obviously don't know the story, even though you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on the Rat King here. <laughs> there are more exciting parts than the Christmas party yeah. scene, yes. Yeah. Well, this is a, a special nutcracker for many reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is, of course, the pandemic. I mean, now you're back in full force uh, with the symphony and with the ballet. Looking at your press release, it says to showcase inclusivity, live music, new choreography. You have a choreographer for this, right? Eric, do you want to tell us about this particular production? Yeah. So um, we have uh, Eris. Uh, Nezha, who is here uh, choreographing the Nutcracker, and uh, we've been working here since September, getting the show up and running. Um, it's going to be, it's pretty traditional. You know, we're going to follow the traditional story with all the characters and the dances and the divertissements, but uh, we're also adding some fun, a little extra surprises. Uh, specifically, there's something that I'm not going to say now, but I will keep the audience uh trying to figure it out. There's that scene in party scene where you have the Columbine and the, the, the Harlequin doll because uh, Godfather Drosselmeyer, as the whimsical toy maker that he is, brings all these gifts, life-size gifts to entertain all the, the guests. But there's another surprise that's coming out that I won't say that um, our choreographer had wanted to be in the show, which I think is very cute, and I think the audience is really going to like it. Does everybody so, here uh, know the what he's talking about? Yes. The secret yes. surprise? You yes, know about we, it? We do. Am I the only person here who doesn't know what you're talking yeah. about? Yes. <laughs> nice. Anyway, Eric, carry on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, along those lines, we're going to be going into just a, a pretty pretty good traditional nutcracker representing different divertive months from the land of the sweets to entertain and dance for Clara um, you know, uh, uh, hot chocolate from Spain, coffee mm-hmm. from Arabia, tea from China, the mm-hmm. Merlitons, 
Mother Ginger with her little ginger snaps, and then the finale begins with, um, you know, the Sugar Plum Fair, the Cavalier, and she awakens from her from her dream at the very end. So it's pretty traditional. With you know, every every choreographer has their own ideas and their own way of, of moving and trying to translate the story. And um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a really nice production this year. And everyone, I hope, will go out and run and get some tickets because they are selling fast. Yeah, absolutely. And we do want to mention that the concert is happening. Well, there's a sold out performance already the morning of Friday, December 9th, but Saturday, December 10th at 2 o'clock and 7 p.m. And then Sunday at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. This is at the Stranahan Theater. So uh, if you want more information, you can visit ToledoBallet.com or you can stop by the uh, TAPA box office or give them a call at 419-246-8000 if you want to uh, get those tickets that Eric is talking about. It's, it's really kind of like the premier event of the season, right? There, there's so much stuff going on nowadays, but uh, Nutcracker is a chance for people to see a ballet for the first mm-hmm. time, you know, and to, yeah. to actually get a taste of what it's all about. Elaine, I'm going to hand the floor over to you because okay. you look like you, you have something you want to say about it. Well, I'm just so excited that we're back and that I'm playing because we spent, uh, you know, during the, the worst of COVID, we had to play, the orchestra was playing, but on our, our recording that we made uh, from the, the the last time before COVID. So finally, this is the first year we're able to be back in the pit and collaborate live with the dancers and the yeah. two art forms. And yeah. that's... That's what we're all about. I mean, we want, you know, the collaboration between dance and music and it's something special. You have the stage. It's like, uh, it's, it's special. And, and, you know, people in the orchestra, some have been playing this for 40 years and each year they come in the pit, big smile, super happy. It's, it brings you back automatically to that place. You know, sometimes we, we have our jobs during the day. We have, uh, you know, and and then you arrive at night and you go and you go watch Nutcracker. You go play in it, and it brings you back to that place of innocence and youth, and the marvel that you have in the Nutcracker yeah. and that Tchaikovsky depicts so well with his music and with dancers. It's it's really magical. I mean, if you ever wonder if there's magic in the, in the arts, you go see Nutcracker, and there's no there's no question after yeah. that. Yeah, definitely a suspension of time and space. Oh, and absolutely. Enveloped by that, the wonderful music, but the dancing to really see yeah. the rest of the story. You, you know, when sometimes you smell something and it brings you back to a time, you know, special <laughs> yeah. time, you hear the first notes of Nutcracker and brings you back to the all the best that this season has to offer. Wonderful. So let's talk about the inclusivity aspect of the production. You have some some guest artists that that are joining the uh, the company for this performance. Uh, yes. So we have uh, Demarco Sleeper. Uh, we have a number of guest artists, but in particular, Demarco Sleeper uh, joined Toledo Ballet with the Dancing Wheels Company back in April, and he will be making an appearance on stage. And Demarco is a non ambulatory dancer, um, so that will be really special hopefully that wasn't the surprise um, Eric was referring to earlier I don't think it was <laughs> so we we believe that this is the first time that uh, dancer in a wheelchair will be featured in the production and then we also have a member of our adaptive dance program 
Um, her name is Avon, and Avon will be in the party scene. And um, this is also one of the first times that a member of the Adaptive Dance Program has been featured as a member of the cast for Nutcracker. So mm. we're very proud of that. And Anne Heckler, who's the director of the Adaptive Dance Program, uh, plays Avon's mom on stage during the party scene. So it's a special time for Avon and for Anne and for all of us. And we're just really looking forward to the magic that we know is going to be brought to um, to the program and to Avon in particular. So it's going to be really special. Um, it, it sounds like there are so many different elements going into this production of the Nutcracker. I wish there were more performances, you know, there's only four of them. Um, and like Eric said, the tickets are selling out. So we got to get year. in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nutcracker on tour. Nutcracker 83. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this is 82, right? That's right. I mean, we've said it before, but we should reiterate the fact that this is the oldest, uh, running nutcracker in the business i mean it really set the set the tone for all the other performances that have followed in right we, we will not let san francisco take that title <laughs> yes. It's ours. yes it's and a fight even in our region we're the only nutcracker that performs with live orchestra in northwest ohio yeah so. really yeah that's wow. true that's wonderful. You yeah. got any more of those, Natalie? I want to hear. <laughs> I don't any think so. I think we covered all of the recent. <laughs> I just wanted to do a quick shout out. We also have a gentleman, Stuart James, who is going to be playing Mother oh, Ginger. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Now that you mentioned Mother Ginger, I'm still waiting for my invitation. I haven't had it. The last three years I've been asking. About Mother Ginger. Okay, Fred, you're up that. next. <laughs> you put me in the docket. Okay. Yeah. So, so Stuart James is the um, director, uh, executive director of the Ability Center, and we've been partnering with the Ability Center um, uh, more and more recently. We had um, we had their support for the Dancing Wheels Gala back in April, so we're really excited to have Stuart be one of our Mother Gingers. Um, I think he's Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So Mother Ginger, Brad, you might be a wee bit tall. Really? I think that's why. Oh, there are height restrictions. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a tall platform. And then you have to also wear a headpiece. So oh. <laughs> it just keeps going so up. So you'd be like, you know, getting tangled in the rafters. <laughs> oh, believe me, I did lots of crazier stuff than that. When I was though though there stage. are some Mother Gingers that instead of being on a platform are on stilts. So if you yeah. want to sign a liability <laughs> waiver. <laughs> And we, go through a few months of training. We can yeah. make that happen next year. <laughs> totally. I get the idea you're trying to scare me off of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, I take it back now. It's really fun. And it is a, a role. Maybe Eric can elaborate a little bit more, but it is a role that is traditionally played by a man for a variety of reasons. Okay. Well, I, I tick that box. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking into it? Or that's out of my, it? my qualification right there. Enough about me. So I have a quiz that I wanted to put uh, put out there. This is called the pop-up plie quiz. You know what a plie is, right? It yes, is where, yes. What is a plie? Uh, tell us, Natalie. You're the ballet expert here. Ooh, I don't know what the exact translation is. Maybe Eric can... Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about bend. Eric again. To bend. To bend. So yeah. you imagine standing and bending both of your knees evenly at the same time. There's yeah. a demi plie, which is where you go about halfway down. And then there's a grand plie where you go all the way down and yeah. then come back up to stand. Yeah. It's, Wait, it's, Eric was like. <laughs> it's a fold. Is it a fold? A fold. Well, a fold. Oh, we forgot. He speaks French. <laughs> Frenchman. Okay. <laughs> Okay. There you go, fold, which is well, weird because that doesn't really make sense. No, but. it does with what you said. It's 
fold the whole oh, you know? yeah. You'll probably get the first question right in my quiz. <laughs> I have no idea. Let me pull up a little music for it. Okay. Was that the Here first question in your quiz? <laughs> <laughs> What's the translation of play? Here's the first question. What language are ballet terms in? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we're writing them down. Oh, we're writing oh, them down. Don't spoil it. Don't Sorry. spoil it. Because okay. nobody knew that. what it was. Quebecois. Okay. <laughs> I don't say them anymore out loud. Okay. Which ballet movement means step of the cat? Oh, oh I know that. Okay. No. 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 You can't answer yet. I think I think we should just call it out. <laughs> okay, because we're, we're all very excited and competitive. Padishah, who uh, step of the cat? Okay, so yeah. what is a padishah? Do you like act like a cat? You lift up one leg into a retire, the other leg follows into a retire. <laughs> uh, say into a fifth position. Your your Merlatons has gone into like quadruple time. Okay. It's oh, an experiment. Okay. Oh, oh, he's supposed to bring to, on the pressure. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So what are we talking about? Oh, so the, the quiz. Padishah. Yeah, padishah. It's a jump where you you jump and bend one leg, put it down, and then simultaneously lift your other leg. I, dancers wow. constantly demonstrate with their hands and their arms yeah. because it's easier. Which than using works your feet. great on radio. <laughs> 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 anyway, okay, okay. Padasha. Well, All right. I guess it's it's two passes. Yeah, two passes. Right. Two passes in the air before you land. So yeah. passe, passe, land. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you know what a passe is, then there you go. No, I, w- I won't be doing that anytime soon. Okay, now Elaine is here, so he'll get this. Who founded the famous ballet Russe in Paris? Who was the founder of that? Oh, I watched that documentary. And I we're just shouting it we're out shouting now. We're shouting it out, so. so go for it. Oh, I can't remember who it was. And Eric, you can play too. It was a great home. documentary. Though. Yeah. Eric. Uh, all right, Sorry, let's see. Who? who? Diaghilev. <laughs> founder of yeah. the ballet Russes. Yeah, Diaghilev. Sergei Diaghilev. Oh, I didn't hear you say it. Okay, which oh. King Louis popularized ballet in France? 14. Louis the 14th, <laughs> also known as the Sun King. Yeah, very good. The Nutcracker Ballet was first performed where? Where was it performed? The theater in the town? German? Oh, no, it was definitely... Marinsky, Moscow? Not, not Moscow. Marinsky is not in Moscow. St. Petersburg. Yeah, St. Petersburg. That's right. Yay! Okay, our music is at a frenetic pace yeah, now. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Giving me anxiety. Are you? Yes. Yeah? Okay. It's working. Your experiment is working. Yeah, but we don't want to cause any seizures or anything. Like they have that, you know, that thing at the beginning that says it's strobe lights in use. That's a, that's the audio equivalent of a strobe light. Mm-hmm. Strobe yeah. light. I'm, <laughs> yes. Let me um, okay. Let me pull up something else here. Okay. All right. Oh. So slow. Yeah, it is slow. Well, everything is slow after the piece this we just had. That's because you're a dancer. I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of the choreography. <laughs> okay, so picking up, what is the the name of the character who's the lead dancer in the ballet Swan Lake? Does anybody know who the... Odette and Odile. Odette. And Siegfried. Siegfried. Wait, yes. Oh, uh, maybe I wasn't listening to the question. So. The main character. The main character. Yeah, well, who's the main There's character several. in Swan Lake? I don't know Swan Lake, the Odette. ballet. Are you kidding? Odette. 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 Yeah. That's, oh. that's what I was going for. Oh, Odette. Okay. The princess. Okay. Now, here's a thought experiment. You hear Prokofiev's music. You're dancing barefoot with a broom, and you've just watched your stepsisters take a dance lesson. What character are you? Cinderella. Yay, Yay. Cinderella. Yay. 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 
not an obvious one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In 1913, this ballet caused people to write right in right the streets. Right in spring. Where was it? Uh, uh, Paris. At, uh, Paris. In Paris. Yeah, in Paris at the Ballet Russe. Chatelet Theater. Uh, who was the uh, choreographer? Oh, um. <laughs> it starts with Nijinsky. Or actually ends with Nijinsky. <laughs> Starts with N and finishes with Nijinsky. <laughs> and Nijinsky. Okay. I mean, a lot of people have said that the, the choreography was part of the problem, that it was very primitive. And, That's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. And that people didn't quite expect that to happen. Yeah. Anyway, plus they were rioting in the streets like every week in Paris. I mean... Yeah. Diaghilev was. That's, that's a um, that's a fable, though. I don't think there was actually a riot. No. I, th- I mean, yeah. maybe there was a little thrown tomato here or there, but. <laughs> but the thing is that that would not be so Cherry unusual tomatoes. at that time. Yeah. You know. But yeah. I think we. It's a story we tell again and again and again that we just believe it. But I don't think <laughs> there you're, was. You're completely describing my career in a nutshell. There. <laughs> Completely. Oh, no. All right, I have some more questions here. Yeah, we're ready. In which country did ballet originate? Russia. Where was ballet created? During the Renaissance. In what country? In Italy. Yeah, very good. Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Catherine de' Medici brought it to the French court when she married Henry. She was a piece of work. Yeah. So, but she's responsible for bringing ballet to France, and they just took that football and ran with it, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, here's a question: What does it mean to add batterie to your petit allegro? Does anybody get that? Because batterie. Yeah, if you add batterie to your like, petite allegro. Like double A's or triple A's? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like. <laughs> like the little Very energizer nice. bunny. <laughs> exactly. That's a ballet, the Energizer Ballet, right? So, maybe beats? Yeah, you're beating your legs in the air, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you, you, okay, tell me if this makes sense. To beat your legs in the air so that you switch which leg is coming in front before you land in your final position. Yes. Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. To the ballet mafia here? Yes, it does. Because I, I don't, it's there all Greek to me. Non, there are also non-changing Beats. What's the most complicated ballet move you can think of that has a name? Cagliard. Cagliards are hard. Yeah. That's making the rounds on social for, media. For women and for men, they differ. Um, I would say fuete turns are hard for, and, uh, for, for anyone in general, but also Italian fuetes and um, probably the tricks that these guys are doing nowadays. I mm-hmm. see all over social media, they're doing these incredible jumps. Mm-hmm. called 540s and they're actually that was big about 20 years ago now I'm, they're taking these 540 tricks and they're like elaborating even more on them and it almost looks like they're they when you watch a male figure skater go up into those like what are those called quads those jumping yeah, yeah. axles Whoa. and they do mm-hmm. that to the front to the back it's really impressive so i know that all those tricks take lots of practice Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're not going to see any of that though. It's a nutcracker, right? No, we might. You might. We might from our guest artist. We is that the might. surprise? I'm going to find no. out what this surprise is before <laughs> no. the end of the. As long as we don't see them super <laughs> close in the pit, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, as long as they they land on the stage, right? Yeah. 
Okay, I've got one last question, oh. and this I got off of Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to ask you each to answer the question. How many ballet dancers does it take to change a light bulb? Oh. Okay, so that's your question. Let me hear uh, what your answer is, Rachel. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, that's really cute. That's really cute. (laughs) Okay, your turn, Natalie. Well, uh, my answer is not too, too many because because that's what the director of business operations is for. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Did you guys get that that question before? Yes. I told you. Elaine, you have to just make something up on the spot. But if you say it in French, we won't know what it is. No, no, I I have an answer. And from my experience, none, because they asked the the orchestra conductor to change the light bulb, change the tempo, change everything. (laughs) That's good. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Vanessa, what do you have? I don't have anything nearly as witty, but I would say a prima ballerina in arabesque and her partner just spin her around. Okay. She's being serious. And Eric, you get the penultimate word before I tell you what the true answer is. (laughs) I would say all of Toledo Ballet because we are a family. And families change light bulbs together. I love I love all the students there and all the all the volunteers and everyone. It's been it's been such a pleasure. Exciting, scary, and but but good and, and a lot of fun. So I'm really excited. Very good. Well, you want to hear the the punchline that I had selected for this joke? Yes, yes, please. Okay, how many ballet dancers change a light bulb? The answer is none, because it's not in their contract. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, nobody came up with that, but your answers were actually. They were they were more ballet centric. Google this morning. <laughs> I like I like Natalie's answer yeah. though. It was pretty clever. Yeah, it was Not good. Not too too many. Now the five six seven eight was that a Laverne and Shirley uh, <laughs> reference like or was it? That's so cute. She definitely Googled that one because oh, yeah. I, I I came up with it. I was gonna say yeah. it if no one else did. Oh, that was the Shemizel Shemazel. I was like, what is that reference? <laughs> those of us of a certain generation right we Mm. can understand remember all of that stuff so let's talk about something else that has a a great importance when it comes to putting on nutcracker and that is like all the volunteers and all the people that are working behind the scenes to make this happen eric you want to jump in here and and talk about that relationship absolutely thank you yeah, it's uh, it's like Alan said. It takes the village. We all know that saying. It's it's really important that we have our volunteers at the ballet uh, to help us put these productions together and everything that entails the productions, from little events like the tea with Clara, actually a big event like the tea with Clara, and uh, the parade that we did, photo shoots that we're doing. Um, it, it really they're the heart and soul of the organization. And without the volunteers, we couldn't do what we do. It would not be uh, a success. We would be scrambling, you know, because what I do is I'm primarily working with the students, choreographing, directing, mentoring, teaching, and then there's everything else that goes on top of it. Uh, But but we are very grateful with the volunteers and the Ballet Guild uh, with all of the work they've done this year and previous years and hopefully continuing moving forward uh, for any production. It's, it's everything. Um, 
from costumes to scenic design. And we have, we have a gentleman, Chris Burrell, who's just been fantastic. He has built us a float. He's built us, uh, along with Lisa Cage and others. And I'm sorry if I'm forgetting your names right now, but they have this incredible, beautiful, the Hubbles. And yeah, they have been, they, I'm not going to give any more secrets away. I promise (laughs) that they did build this really amazing um, uh, set piece that you will see that's completely new, new this edition. year yeah. that you will see in a yeah, new addition to the show. So without all of their hard work, it's really, we can't. So I'm, we're all so grateful to the volunteers. Thank you. Yay! So what's this surprise you've been talking about? <laughs> no, we're not telling you. You have to come you to have the to show. Got to buy a ticket. Oh. All right. Speaking of which, if folks want to find more information about Nutcracker, ToledoBallet.com is the place to go. Check it out. Uh, You can also call the box office, get those last-minute tickets at 419-246-8000. Now, we've got a full house in here. Natalie is here, and Rachel is here, Elaine is here, Vanessa is here. And Otto is on the phone. Eric, Otto. <laughs> Eric Otto. I knew that was going to happen. I would call you Otto instead no, of Eric. No, I like, you can call me Otto. My, uh, my uh, Twyla Sarp always called me Otto. So it's well, kind of like a little nickname. I'd be in good company. <laughs> okay, Otto. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask. What, what do you guys want to talk house. about? You yeah, we have a full house. Why are you all here? What, what, what is your job as far as working with the, the Nutcracker folks? So actually, Natalie. this year, I will play a more active role in our backstage operations, which I'm really excited about because that's always been my favorite part of, of dancing in the Nutcracker is like the magic that happens backstage right before the curtain opens. I thought so. that's where they keep the snacks. Too, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> there are also snacks. We've got to yeah. energize our dancers. But so I'll be taking more of an active part backstage, um, making sure things flow seamlessly during the shows um, and rehearsals. Um, and so I will get to watch from the wings this year, which is also very special. Yeah. What about you, Rachel? Have you ever danced on the ballet stage? I'm curious. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a no. Totally. Whoops. (laughs) Sensor without the sensor, right? So what's your, uh, what are you doing this time of year? Um, I, I don't know. I don't even know like why I'm here. Um, <laughs> Rachel's, so hold, the club. Rachel's holding it all together. She's making sure everybody is where they need to be when they need to be there. That is what I try and have my job. I see my job is trying to make sure that everybody has what they need to get their job done. So uh-huh. yeah. you facilitate everybody else. Yeah. Good to know. Try. She's Elaine, we know what wonderful. you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll skip to Vanessa. Changes all the light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in this particular production, you know, as, as Eric mentioned, you know, everybody kind of has their own version or, um, you know, sometimes the divertissements will be in different orders. So um, I worked with the choreographer to just make sure that we knew the the order of everything um, and, you know, made the cut sheet for the orchestra to let them know maybe we won't play these two bars or we're going to play the divertissements in this order. So I worked on that. And um, I think Nutcracker is, you know, the piece of music I know the the best out of any yeah. repertoire I've ever played. So that Waltz of the Flowers with uh, all yeah. the horns. Yeah, it's not, that's not my favorite, but, um, <laughs> you know, it is very Denied. Oh, well. <laughs> Vanessa, how many times do you think you've played the Nutcracker? Um, probably between 350 and 400 times. Probably. Wow. wow. Yeah. How many times have you conducted it, Elaine? Oh, not that many, maybe a hundred times. 
Uh, how many times have you guys seen it? Oh, I have never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't watch the show online. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we do want to mention this will also be streaming, right, Vanessa? That's true. Oh, thank you for mentioning that. Yes, we'll be live streaming both Saturday performances, mm-hmm. um, the 2 p.m. and the 7 p.m., um, because we, we do a little bit of cast alternation, so we want to make sure we got both casts on our live stream. And then those will be up on demand uh, a couple days after um, we, we like to just... Uh, freshen it up with the tops and tails on the video so we'll um cut out some of the curtain stuff and then uh, they'll be available on demand afterwards but the so. snacks will still be there right? <laughs> <laughs> you you gotta go to the stranahan for snacks or you can you can have your own snacks at home maybe yeah maybe you can at, do both uh, now the streaming is that in real time or is it going to be available then yep the it's in re- it's live streamed um at two and seven on saturday and then it will be available on demand afterwards okay well mm-hmm. if people are interested in that option that is at the uh, tapa streaming website which is stream.artstoledo.com you can um also go in person of course or yes. you can do both and, you can and, mm-hmm. you know go, you can go, go to the two o'clock and watch the seven o'clock online. absolutely can yeah. never get enough so if you uh, have been following along, you know that we're talking about the Nutcracker and the performances are happening at the Stranahan Theater Saturday, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 7 o'clock p.m. and evening, and uh, Sunday afternoon, December 11th at 2 o'clock p.m. Elaine Trudell with the Toledo Symphony Orchestra and the Toledo Ballet. Uh, you can find more information by calling up the box office at 419-246-8000 or going to ToledoBallet.com. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Don't forget to check out all the upcoming events at the Symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com and their various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find the TSO streaming platform online at stream.artstoledo.com. My thanks to Natalie Freshour, Rachel Schultz, Vanessa Gardner, and our phone guest, Eric Otto. Also, thanks to our intrepid leader, Elaine Trudell, who joined us for the podcast. I'm Brad Cresswell. This has been Toledo Symphony Lab from FM 91. <laughs>